Hello, everyone. You're listening to season two of the award-winning podcast, The Social Contract. I'm Tavia. I'm George. I'm Cleo. And I'm Maya. Welcome to this episode of The Social Contract, the new way to Saturday. I am so excited for this special musical episode. It's kind of funny that the presidents are going to be singing and dancing, but also kind of cool. I couldn't agree more, Maya. In addition to being an author, George S. Corey is a lyricist whose words are brought to life by the distinct musical stylings of our own Stephen DeRosa. Stephen is a singular talent who has trod the boards of Broadway, appearing in numerous hit shows and musicals, including Hairspray, Into the Woods, and Mr. Saturday Night. Now, to kick off this musical episode of The Social Contract with an opening act of sorts, I give you Ms. Elsa Egal. Elsa appears in George and Cleo's digital single, Waiting for Our Vote. We'll put a link to that in the show notes. Let's listen as Elsa serenades our current president, Joe Biden, about the all-important issue of voting rights. Ladies and gentlemen, revelers and presidents past and present, the Cabinet Cabaret Club is proud to present tonight's headline performer. Please give a warm round of applause to everybody's favorite chanteuse, the splendorous song stylist, Miss Elsa Egal. Spotlight on Elsa. Magnificently clad in a top hat and tails, a gardenia boutonniere pinned to her lapel, very Marlena Dietrich. Her presence and delivery are very Dietrich as well. The audience in the palm of her hand, she talks, sings, cooing seductively into the microphone. Equality is about security. National security. President Ibnuzat and many others do. When the Union was losing and America bruising, what did Lincoln do? I'll tell you what he did. He said, free, 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 set them free, free, free to join the army and save the country for you and me and everybody. And that's how 200,000 freed black men fought for the Union. And turn, turn, turn the tide on that wild, 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 wild. So don't say no to a little political expediency, huh? Listen up, Jo, Jo. Don't say no, no. Just go, go. I said go, Jo, go. Blackout. Thunderous applause. Lights up. Danke. Danke. 
Danke. Okay, that was wonderful. Now, back to Georgie and Gigi and our time-traveling, skateboarding adventure. When we last saw the two Gs, they had just landed at the famed Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts in our nation's capital. They're about to get a musical lesson in what not to do when you're President of the United States, courtesy of President Richard Nixon, who resigned, and his backup singers, the Impeachables, comprised of Presidents Johnson, Clinton, and Trump. Georgie and Gigi were now seated in a VIP, that stands for Very Important Person, box inside the Kennedy Center. It was empty, except for them. The lights dimmed and the red velvet curtain lifted to reveal a stage set of the Oval Office. And Richard Nixon, the 37th president, who was forced to resign in 1974, was center stage. Nixon was wearing something very similar to what Elvis Presley wore in 1970 when the King of Rock and Roll visited Nixon in the White House. The former president looked funny wearing a velvet cape coat and humongous gold belt, but he thought it made him look less stiff. Spotlight on Nixon. Thank you. Thank you very much. With all the dishonest politicians in Washington, I am still the only president who was forced to resign. Why, you ask? The House of Representatives may impeach the president, but for the president to be removed from office, the United States Senate must vote for conviction. In my case, I knew that the House was going to impeach me and that the Senate was going to convict me. So I had no choice but to resign. You see, in 1972, I was running for re-election, as a Republican, of course, and my campaign... Well, there was a break-in of the Democratic National Committee's headquarters, and, uh, I guess you could say my campaign was involved. That's a big no-no for any kids out there in the audience tonight. So I had to step down, as many of you know, and my vice president, Gerald Ford, took over as president. Before I left the White House, I said, those who hate you don't win unless you hate them, and then you destroy yourself. But this is what I really want to say to you people tonight, and I want to say it in song. As the hidden orchestra played, Nixon crooned a bluesy song into the microphone. This political game has brought me fame, has brought me shame, and I'll never be the same. I'm sorry. Truly sorry, I couldn't be more sorry. 
The music suddenly turned up-tempo as Nixon made jazz hands and kicked up his heel. That I got caught. Lights down. Spotlight on Andrew Johnson, the 17th president of the United States, stage right. Good evening. I have the distinction of being the first president to be impeached by the House of Representatives. Always nice being first, I say. And yes, one would say I was guilty of high crimes and misdemeanors, abuses of presidential power, violating a federal statute and so forth. But, and it's a very important but, I was acquitted by the Senate. So, unlike this Nixon gentleman, while I was impeached, I was not removed from office, nor was I forced to resign. Impeachment is not that bad. So many other things are much more sad. When the House votes to indict, but the Senate says, no, it's all right. They can no longer call me a cad. Lights down. Spotlight on Bill Clinton, the 42nd president of the United States, stage left. Well, hello there. Just like old Andy Johnson, I too was impeached by the House of Representatives and I, too, was then acquitted by the Senate. They had me on perjury, which is just a fancy way of saying I lied, even after I promised to tell the truth. You should never do that. Take it from George Washington, a great president, and our first president. Tell the truth, kids. They find out in the end, anyway. So I served out my second term, and was president for eight years, baby. Impeachment is not that bad. So many other things are much more sad. When the House votes to indict, but the Senate says, no, it's all right. It's really kind of rad. Lights down. Spotlight on Donald Trump, the 45th president of the United States, center stage. Amateurs! These guys are amateurs. I have been impeached twice. You heard that right, twice. Once in 2019, when they say I asked for help from a foreign country in my re-election bid, which I'm told you're not allowed to do. And once in 2021, a week before I left office, for supposedly inciting an insurrection, which you're also not allowed to do. Both times, the House of Representatives voted to impeach Donald Trump, and both times, the Senate said, no, Trump can stay. Impeachment is not that bad, so many other things are much more sad. When the House votes to indict, but the Senate says no, it's all right. You know, Trump's out of sight. 
lights down. As spotlights darted around the stage, an announcer's voice squeaked through the sound system. You've seen them solo tonight. Now, performing together for the first time, please welcome everybody's favorite presidential singing trio, the Impeachables! With special guest, Richard Tricky Dick Nixon! Lights up. The grand finale. Against the backdrop of a huge American flag, Presidents Trump, Clinton, and Johnson sashayed on stage, perfectly in step to the music. Dressed in matching black suits, with white shirts, skinny black ties, and sunglasses, they were doing their best to look as cool as the band BTS. This political game has brought us fame, has brought us shame, and will never be the same. Now the three former presidents formed a kick line. We're sorry, truly sorry. Suddenly, Nixon, also dressed as a BTS wannabe, dropped down on a bungee cord suspended in mid-air above the trio. That we got caught. Lights down. I'm not sure I'll ever be able to get that kick line out of my head. What a fun way to say goodbye to summer, as we look ahead to the start of the new school year. And speaking of the new school year, our soon-to-be fifth grader, Maya, has been waiting in the wings. Maya, would you like to introduce our musical finale? Yes, I would. This encore presentation features Steven and the amazing Robin Miles. There's even a video featuring the artist Cleo's Heart Art Gallery. Here we go. Introduce the President of the United States, Joe Biden. Biden. As my grandpa up in Scranton used to say, as I'd be running out the door of my grandparents' house, he'd say, keep the faith, Joey. And then my grandmother, God love her, would call out, no, Joey, spread it. Spread it. Spread it. It's a new day in America. In America. For the American people. People, 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 people. Keeping the, keeping the faith. Spreading the, spreading the faith. Better than. 
Donald J. Trump, and I don't approve this message. It's a battle for the soul of the nation. Nation. You can't get rid of me that easily. For the soul of the nation. As Arnold Schwarzenegger used to say, back when people actually went to see his movies, I'll be back. For the soul of the nation. Do you think? Let the healing begin. And that brings us to the conclusion of this special musical episode of The Social Contract. We hope you'll catch us next on Saturday, September 30th, when Georgie and Gigi meet Jimmy Carter, his daughter Amy, and Amy's cat, Misty Malarkey Yingyang. Cleo will be on hand to share a deeply personal and poignant tribute to President Carter, her one-time teacher. Remember, new episodes of The Social Contract drop on the last Saturday of the month. It's the new way to Saturday. We welcome you to follow us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Visit our website, mytscpodcast.com, to see the Keeping the Faith, Spreading the Love music video featuring Cleo's Heart Art Gallery. The Social Contract Podcast is created by George S. Corey and Cleo. Produced and hosted by Tavia Gilbert. Music courtesy of Listen Audio. Mix and master by Kayla Elrod. Additional dialogue editing by Kathleen Conti. Production coordinator for TalkBox, Brian Wilson. Social manager, Suzette Burton. Production supervisor, Tatiana St. Fard. This has been a podcast from Listen Audio in association with TalkBox Productions. On behalf of George, Cleo, Maya, Stephen, Robin, and me, Tavia, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>